and it pleased the Lord, but you don't really care for music, do you? And it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift, the baffled king composing hallelujah.
what do you think of that, Jay? What a start, I tell you. Colm C.T. Wilkinson. Um, my gosh, what a fantastic voice. And Hallelujah, one of my favourite tunes there. But um, I'll tell you, he uh, he can belt it out better than most. Right at the end there, what a finish, I tell you. Yeah, very good, very good. Good morning, folks. Welcome to Keologus Crack there. And uh, yeah, this is an Irish show. And that show, that first tune was... Not necessarily an Irish song, but probably by one of the sung by one of the greatest artists Ireland has ever produced, uh, and a local man now as well, uh, Colin Wilkinson. But uh, anyway, very welcome. No Ken today, and uh, in fact, he um, uh, he's doing a bit of coaching today. He's a fierce man for the coaching. God bless him. But he'll be calling in around uh, the bottom of the hour, 11.30, and we'll have a chat with him, and uh, we'll do our usual little bit of sports banter today. There's a lot of stuff to cover off. There's a very big game going on live at the moment, and um, I would be... Uh, it would be remiss of me not to mention that um, as much as it pains me, you should get down to the Galway Arms right now. If I was not here, I'd be down there and I'd be watching the Mayo-Tyrone football game, which started about six minutes ago. And um, and that is going to be one hell of a tilt down would there you, now. What would you have in that now? Um, you know what? I'd have to say I'd give it to Tyrone just on form. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, Mayo have kind of made heavy work of a few of their games. They haven't really had a game like this really, um, you know, they've got Fermanagh and they've taken on, you know, Westmead and they let Westmead back into the game last week. So anyway, I, I would say Tyrone just on the basis of uh, of form, um, but Mayo on their day can destroy any team. Right. And so um, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say that Mayo have their tails up today and I'm going to tell say that they, they take them down. Anyway, we'll be able to follow that one. It's one of those rare Saturdays where we'll be able to follow the uh, the, the uh, follow the old scores that are going on. Our, um, our Olympians, uh, we'll talk a little bit about that when Ken calls in. Um, the last I saw, our hockey team were losing 1-0 to India uh, in field hockey. Oh, that's right. And there. our cyclists, uh, there's a grueling uh, road bike race there today. I was watching a little bit of it this morning and... Um, Dan Martin and Nicholas Roach, who are actually cousins, believe it or not, uh, they're actually representing Ireland in that, and they're in the chase and pack there. The pack, the, the the lads have a breakaway of about four minutes. The last time I saw it, and the pack are catching them. And Dan Martin and Nicholas Roach are in the pack. So, um, you know, commentary really were doing a, a great job of of saying to keep an eye on these lads. Um, when they're not, when they're with their team, they're never expected to win because they're surrounded by better cyclists from their team. But representing their country uh, on their day, apparently, are, uh, are very hard to beat. They're so. good. Are, yeah. And now, is he related to Stephen Roach? He is, yeah. He he's is, his yeah. son. That's yeah, fun. his son. Totally. And uh, he's actually a, a columnist uh, for, um, I think it's for the Irish Independent as well. So he's a, a fairly talented, uh, fairly talented fella. But there's great stuff going on after that game. Your lads are in action against Donegal. Oh, that's right, yeah. And um, they're not going to have it all their own way there either. Donegal are gonna Donegal are gonna pull pull gonna pull thirteen lads back into the <laughs> yeah. yeah and then they'll uh, they'll they'll do their thing Catch although them on the counter. you know it's uh it, it it's going to be a great two great games there today Lovely. and then tomorrow uh, Waterford uh, try to um, wipe themselves off a little bit and see if they can take down Kilkenny um, and uh, it's hard to see that one happening unless Waterford really turn around their performance they have not been. Um, Overly impressive in their last couple of games, although, you know, league champions, if they could bring that form back, they they can certainly uh, do the business. And um, uh, very disappointing news on our uh, middleweight boxer. Um, he's actually uh, Tipperary born. I think uh, Desmond will talk about this and uh, lives in Port Leash, uh, very close to me there and uh, well known in the, in the Leash community, I can tell you. 
and uh, was expected to get a medal for Ireland. So very disappointing that he's failed the drug test. Uh, he is, however, going through some kind of an appeal process. So we'll see what happens there, Jay. Still a know. chance that he might get back in then, yeah? Still a chance, still a chance. Always a chance. Okay. Listen, so uh, normally we'd stay going here for another few minutes, but I'm going to get going here with a bit of music and we'll try and play as much music as we can, can today. I think that's the real reason, reason the listeners um, kind of join us. And, um, of course, uh, I've got an old Joe Dolan tune lined up. I'm fierce reliable that way, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, here's Joe Dolan. Are you ready to play that one? And uh, it makes no difference. Put me down in front of all my friends I'll play the joker to your queen In a game that never ends And I'll thank the Lord At least I spent some time with you So it makes no difference Cause I'll come running back to you Start the whole thing once again Love and hate and endless waiting For a phone call now and then Why do you pretend that you don't give a damn for me? But it makes no difference It makes no difference if you And I wouldn't change a single thing And not even if I could I'll do my dying in the bad times And my living in the good And I'll thank the Lord At least I spent some time with you So it makes no difference I'll do my dying in the bad times And my living in the good And I'll thank the Lord At least I spent some time with you So it makes no difference No, it makes no difference No, 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 no So it makes no The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and P.J. O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. 
The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. All right, good stuff. And with Mayo and Tyrone uh, at a point of peace, Let's uh, take a little uh, take a little trip up to the nation's capital up in Ottawa, and uh, here's Desmond with the news from Ireland. Good morning, Desmond. Good morning, Mark, and uh, good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week, coming to you from beautiful downtown Heritage Perth and the Perth Farmers Market. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. An Irish boxer this week failed a drug test even before last evening's opening ceremonies at the Summer Olympics in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. The Irish Times reports that boxer Michael O'Reilly is expected to claim that a supplement he took is responsible for him failing the test. The middleweight fighter was provisionally suspended on Thursday and was removed from training with the Irish team in Rio. Ireland's silver medalist from the 2012 London Games, Joe John John Joe Nevin, rather, has already called on O'Reilly to be removed from the athlete's village. The boxer, born in Clonmel, County Tipperary, who trains in Port Leash, County Leash, could face a ban from boxing. The Irish Independent is reporting from Rio this morning that O'Reilly is going to go the appeal route before the Irish Sports Anti-Doping Disciplinary Panel in Dublin, rather than have his B-sample tested. If the hearing is successful, he can fight in the Olympics at the event this coming Friday. If he had chosen the other option of having his B sample tested, if the B sample had shown the same results as the A sample, the remove would stand. The Herald reports that O'Reilly was tested 15 times in the last three years and five times in the last four months, passing each one. Patrick Ryan, 29, who helped the European champion train at Port Leash Boxing Club, that something as simple as the over-the-counter cough and cold medicine Lemsip Max could cause a fail on the test. Late last year, O'Reilly claimed a bronze medal at the World Championships in Qatar. In other news this morning, a former Labour Party senator was arrested three times in the space of 36 hours this past weekend. James Heffernan was ser- served as a senator in the last Seanad, but found himself in the area surrounding the Ind- Independence Festival on the old Dublin Road in Michaelstown, County Cork, last weekend. He was first arrested on Sunday on public order grounds. Gardy had become concerned about what was described as erratic behaviour. He allegedly verbally abused one of the officers on the scene. He was reportedly unable to calm down and did not leave the areas directed. He was taken to Fermoy Garda Station. He was said to have protested his detention and allegedly assaulted a Garda and later allegedly spat on another officer. He was later released without charge. About 90 minutes later, he was detained outside Michaelstown for suspected drunk driving and taken back to the station for a second time. After he was again released, a third incident occurred in the Michaelstown, Mitchellstown area on Monday, and he was rearrested on a public order matter. He was again taken back to the Garda station and detained overnight before being released without charge. A file will be sent to the Director of Public Prosecutions. Originally a primary school teacher and former Limerick County Councillor from Kilmallock, he was elected to the Upper House in 2011 but lost the party whip after voting against the government's social welfare bill in 2012. In this year's general election, he ran for the Social Democratic Party, but lost. According to the Irish Independent, he has been in dispute with that party, too, failing to attend a disciplinary hearing. 
In other news this morning, Church in Wellesley, Fire Island, San Francisco, and the George. It's safe to say that these are places very closely identified with the gay community. But the seminary at Maynooth County Kildare, Dublin's Archbishop Dermot Martin, has decided not to send any trainee priests from his diocese to St. Patrick's College because of what he sees as an alleged, quote, gay subculture there, and what he has been told is pervasive use of the gay dating app Grindr. That would be in contravention of the celibacy rules at the college that priests have to take. Martin has said that he will send his candidates to the Irish College in Rome instead for their training, according to News Talk Radio. However, Eamon Martin, the primate of all Ireland, has defended the college. The Association of Catholic Priests has also said that while it respects the right of local bishops to decide where priesthood candidates should be educated, quote, within reason, those candidates should be educated in Ireland. Well, this week in Irish history, we see that doping scandals are nothing new in Irish sports. On August 6, 1998, Irish swimmer Michelle de Bruin is banned for four years after being found guilty of tampering with a drug test. She won three gold medals and a bronze at the 1996 Summer Olympics in Atlanta, which she always denied taking performance-enhancing drugs. On July 30, 1975, was the day of the Miami Showband Massacre, where three members of the group are killed by the Ulster Volunteer Force posing as members of the security forces. Ironically, four of the killers were actually members of the Ulster Defence Regiment. On August 6, 1775, Daniel O'Connell is born in Caharavine, County Kerry. He would be instrumental in securing Irish political and Catholic civil rights. On August 5, 1934, the longtime host of the Late Late Show, Gay Byrne, is born in Dublin. On August 3, 1916, Sir Roger Casement is executed for high treason. The Dublin-born Casement had tried to import arms from Germany in the run-up to the Easter Rising. On August 1, 1800, the Act of Union abolished Ireland's Parliament. And on August 2, 1932, Lawrence of Arabia actor Peter O'Toole is born in Connemara, County Galway. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Travelling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.airlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with the lads at Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slán go foil. They come from the farms and the factories too They all soon forget who they are The cares of today, well, they're soon washed away As they sit at a stool by the bar The girl with green eyes in the Rolling Stone shirt Doesn't look like she works on the land And the man at the end, he's a very good friend of a man who sells cars second hand Down at the Red Rose Cafe In the harbour There by the port just outside Amsterdam Everyone shares in the songs and the laughter Everyone there is so happy 
to be there While the salesmen relax with a few pints of beer They try not to talk about trade The poet won't write any verses tonight But he may sing a sweet serenade So pull up a chair and forget about life It's a good thing to do now and then And if you like it here, then I have an idea Tomorrow let's all meet again Down at the Red Rose Cafe in the harbour There by the port just outside Amsterdam Everyone shares in the songs and the laughter Everyone there is so happy to be there Down at the Red Rose Cafe in the harbour There by the port just outside Amsterdam Everyone shares in the songs and the laughter Everyone there is so happy to be there Everyone there is so happy to be there When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keene family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 The Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. All right, and of course the Galway Arms going on right now down there is the uh, in the first about 15 minutes gone in the first half Mayor taking on Tyrone and it's Mayo three points Tyrone one at the moment so Mayor off to a flying start um, but a long way to go in that yeah. game and then uh, later on this morning or this afternoon at one o'clock Dublin are taking on uh, uh, Dublin are Donegal. taking on Donegal yeah. yeah and then tomorrow I believe that game is at 10.30 in the morning uh, Waterford taking on Kilkenny I'll just check the time on that uh, I didn't get a note from uh, Michael but I think that time is fairly predictable 10.30 tomorrow morning is that uh, hurling game between Waterford and um, Kilkenny Anyway, when I was at home, I was reminded, uh, I went for a beer with a fellow who played hurling for Leash, and uh, he was actually really good friends with uh, Michal O'Mara Hurtig, who was you know, probably the greatest radio uh, commentator that GA has ever had, and he would obviously break into kind of character background about a particular player and who their uncle was and what their parents uh-huh. did and, and all that stuff. Um, but anyway, he was very talented. But your man was reminding me of, um, he was reminding me of some of the, the great, Spakes, as they say, Mar- Mar- Hurtick, 
and um, I was able to get a collection of them and I was just reading them last night and I thought it would be great you know given the fact that we're into the uh, well into the thick of the GA season um, it was uh, Teddy McCarthy played for Cork years ago Jay and uh, Michal was on the radio and he said Teddy looks at the ball and the ball looks at Teddy <laughs> one of my favourite ones and then Sean Ogo Halpine and his uh, he says his uh, Sean Ogo Halpine on the ball his father's from Fermanagh and his mother's from Fiji neither of them are a hurling stronghold <laughs> And uh, it was one about Tipperary playing in a game uh, against Galway. And I said, Pat Fox has it on his hurl and is motoring well now. But here comes Joe Rabbit hot on his tail. I've seen it all now, a rabbit chasing a fox around Croke Park. Brilliant. (laughs) And there was another one to Anthony Lynch. He was a core cornerback. He'll be the last person to let you down, he said. His uh, his people are undertakers. And... um, and then you had another one with Teddy McCarthy to Mick McCarthy, no relation. Then Mick McCarthy back to Teddy McCarthy, still no relation. <laughs> anyway, I thought he was very good. Um, uh, the, the last one he gave me, and this is one my, my friend uh, told me about, he says, the stopwatch has stopped. It's up to God and the referee now. The referee is Pat Horn and God is God. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a fellow who probably did not script any of this stuff. He did not, yeah. probably would not have gone to these, would not have gone to these with any form. It just the flew of off, off the top yeah. of his head. Uh, yeah, right, top of his tongue, yeah. Yeah, so it was fantastic. Brilliant. Anyway, I just uh, thought I'd uh, liven, liven up the stuff um, a little bit with uh, a few of the famous Michal Marhurtik lines and uh, kind of miss, miss hearing his voice, I have to say. It's yeah. one, of, one of the things I really miss because we, I listen to a lot of uh, a lot of Gaelic games commentary, but right, keep it going here with a bit of music, and um, we uh, we have uh, another bit of local talent here, Aidan O'Brien, and uh, what what's the name of this tune we have here? It's the off the California, off the California, the boys and of the, Blue Hill, and the boys of Blue Hill, tear it away there.
All right, good stuff. I promise that was Aileen O'Brien. I know we didn't hear her voice, but that's from her <laughs> album. And um, great old... Uh, I had the old heel going up and down on that one, I yeah. noticed, yeah. Or uh, unless you have something else going on there. No, it was, you know, it was making me tatty for. <laughs> All right, hey, listen, a bit of an update here. It's five points to four in favour of Mayo. And a um, little bit of uh, live hockey going on. Uh, it's in the final quarter of the hockey, the field hockey between Ireland and India. And it's 3-1 to India. Um, now, Ireland were not expected to uh, fare well in that game. So I think all things considered, it sounds like they're faring fairly well there. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, the men's road race, that'll be coming to a conclusion probably in the next hour. Um, it's a 225 or 250-kilometre road race. Wow, that's some... And there's a, there's a section of it which is cobblestones I was watching it this morning and they're, anyway, <laughs> oh, <laughs> bouncing imagine? right through the body. Um, also, uh, in the single skulls, in women's single skulls, uh, Sanita Puspure, who is from Cork, uh, originally from Latvia, but she represents Ireland in the Olympics, has qualified for the quarterfinals. And uh, there's a few other things going on later on, and we'll talk a bit about that um, as we proceed. Um, so anyway, five points to four there in favour of the lads uh, the lads from Mayo. So keep a very close eye on that one. Right, keep her belt in here with some music, because yeah. Ken is going to be calling in here in a couple of minutes, I'm sure. And um, next tune that we have lined up here is... Uh, an artist I play probably once a month at least, uh, the man himself, Luke Kelly, um, very distinct voice. And uh, here's a Luke Kelly tune, uh, one of my favourites, The Sun is Burning. The sun is burning in the sky Strands of cloud go slowly drifting by In the park the dreamy bees are droning In the flowers among the trees and the sun is in the sky Now the sun is in the west Little kids lay down to take their rest And the couples in Park are holding hands and waiting for the dark, and the sun is in the west. Now the sun is sinking low, children playing know it's time to go. And then draws near And the sun is sinking low Now the sun has come to earth Shrouded in a mushroom cloud of death 
comes in a blinding flash of hellish heat and leaves a smear of ash. And the sun has come to earth. Now the sun has disappeared. All is darkness, anger, pain, and fear. Twisted, sightless wrecks of men go groping on their knees and cry in pain. And the sun has disappeared. All right, good stuff. Where'd you get that one? Oh, it's a beautiful tune, it is. <laughs> I see you looking at the phone there like you're missing like your other well, half. Like. Uh, no, I'm just uh, wondering what's going on here with him. But um, anyway, I, I do miss him. I haven't seen him for ages. <laughs> he hasn't been in here for what, like a month probably? It's been a while now. Listen, Tyrone have stretched it now. Seven points to five in favour of Tyrone. So. Is he still getting paid? What's that? Who? Ken. Ken? Uh, no, we don't get paid. <laughs> Guarantee you we don't get paid to do this. You're the only one who gets paid to do this. <laughs> hey, uh, come here. Have, uh, has your, has your father ever listened to the show? He has, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if he's times. listening today. Is he? I don't know if he is. I have a, I have a, I have a kind of a, I have a, a bit of a game I want to play with you here now. Has to do with fathers. All right. I want you to tell me if your father has ever said any of these things to you, because it's like these common things that fathers, Irish fathers, right. say to their sons. Anyway, um, do you ever say to you, um, if I have to come up to you? Yeah. Has he said that? <laughs> he said that. If I have to come up to you, I have to come up to you. Yeah. 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 Because he's too lazy to actually come up, right? <laughs> yeah. um, has he ever said to you, we're cutting turf this weekend? He hasn't said that now. He hasn't. No. You're from Dublin, you see. Well, he's from Port of Down, so. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. From well, Not much turf up there, I don't think. Has he ever said to you, um, what do you mean you've got something else planned? Unplanned, because we're all going. <laughs> yeah, he said that to me a few times, <laughs> yeah. Has he ever, you ever heard him say this about anyone? Overpaid prima donnas, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. Dads, the Irish dads all say the same thing. I ever said, don't speak to your sister like that. Yeah. Yeah. Already has, yeah. yeah. Soft um, spot for his daughter, that's for sure. And did he ever walk in and watch a, watching a show on television or something and say, you're not watching that feckin' Egypt, are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did, what about, um, did he ever send you on a little message here to, to say, tell your mom I'll finish this and then I'll be in for the tea? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, do you ever introduce him to a girlfriend? Says she's a fine, she's a fine girdle. When she meets, when he meets the the new girlfriend, <laughs> yeah. she's a fine girdle. The girdle. <laughs> Never heard him say that now. Anyway, and what about what do you mean you broke up with her? What do you mean I break up with her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Common things that the fathers say anyway. But I can tell you that my father probably said every single one of those things. Every single one sense. of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're any. I don't think we're any different. <laughs> All right, when we built away here with another bit of music, enough of that stuff. All right, the beer um, mats. We have the beer mats here, and a great song of theirs called The Traveller. Traveling's what I do 
From town to town we go, from one end of Ireland, from Dublin till Mayo. I play my tunes, I sing my songs, I'll even get you all to sing along. I tell you stories, I'll tell you tales, some of them are true and some of them are frail. I sing about things from a long, long time ago. I sing about things from a week or so. The people I meet from all over this world. Some talk to me, but some don't say a word. I've never kissed a blarney, but I've never lost my words. Is it a gift? Or maybe a curse Ah, lovely stuff. The beer mats there. Great old tune. All right. Well, uh, Mr. Reliable is on the phone here, uh, Jay. He's finally decided to, to call in. And, um, hey, Kenny, you had uh, you were listening to my little piece there on um, things that the daddies say to each other. Did you have one? I was indeed. And, and I, I, have, uh, I have a couple uh, more for you. Now, it's not like I came from a violent home or anything like that, but, but uh, <laughs> how about the one? I'll knock you into the middle of next week. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Huh? Has definitely been uh, issued, yes. Yeah, I use that myself <laughs> as a threat around the house sometimes. <laughs> come, over, come over here and I'll knock you into the middle of next week and imagine a kid coming over. <laughs> it just wouldn't happen, right? <laughs> yeah. A clip around the ear, too, was another good one. Clip around the ear, yeah. yeah. Listen, there's a belter going on at Croker today. It's seven points at halftime. It's seven points each. Mayo and Tyrone. Oh. Wow, yeah, big uh, big day, a big weekend, of course, at Croker, this one. Uh, and uh, 
I, I didn't get to hear the, the start of the show, so I don't know how much sport you've covered off, but um, I'll throw this out there, and if you've covered it, I'll be quiet. But yeah. have, you, have you heard the, uh, the connection between the, the two Hart families? No, I did not, didn't talk about that at all. So there's a nice little story on that. By the time the lads uh, started at Croker, the Irish team, the Irish hockey team, now not ice hockey that we'd be playing in this country, but the uh, field hockey team, has uh, twin brothers on it, Connor and David from Cork. And their father, Kieran, is cousin with uh, Mickey Hart. Oh, wow. So the, 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 uh, about 5,500 miles apart from each other, the, uh, the Hart family will be, uh, I'm sure, cheering on both Tyrone and, uh, and Ireland well, in their uh, hockey endeavours. And uh, an interesting little stat that I, I didn't realise, but it's the first time we've had a team in the Olympics since 1948 in London when we sent a basketball team there. And the last time we had a, a, a hockey team at the Olympics was 1908. And uh, I didn't realize that. I don't oh. know if you would uh, realize that either. I would have figured that we would have had other uh, team events. So Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, that's, that's an interesting one, all right. And uh, they're very expensive to bring all the way, though, aren't they? Asher, I know, I know. Did you see some of the, I don't know if you watched the opening uh, ceremonies last night of the Olympics or caught any of it on the on the news, but uh, there, was, uh, there was a fella that I followed a little bit on the RTE site, and uh, he was writing a blog as kind of the whole thing was going on, and he was priceless with some of his comments. <laughs> but there was a tweet in about the Irish uh, lads parading in their, in their kit, and they were wondering... Who was uh, looked better, the Irish team or the uh, the Italian plumber Mario? He said, the guys were saying that that's who they looked like—a bunch of Marios coming in there <laughs> from uh, from the old uh, Pokemon stuff. That's uh, also, I suppose, quite popular, right? <laughs> oh boy, very anyway, good. Anyway, Mario, Mario Brothers are there. Hey, uh, what about Lowry there missing the cut? Did you cover that up? Oh, that that uh, bit of, I didn't cover any sports off really, except that we talked a little bit about the games going on today and tomorrow. But no, I, uh, I that, that that's a serious dent to his Ryder Cup chances. So that's um, exactly yeah. what I was just going to say. It yeah. is, he's uh, he's going to have some serious digging to do now, or we will not see the uh, the Aussie man on the Ryder Cup team unless he gets the captain's pick. But yeah, yeah, but. He, uh, I think he's playing at the Wyndham um, next, and then there's another uh, tournament in Europe, and he is going to have to do well to, uh, to feature us all in that Ryder Cup. Yeah. And a, and a big shout-out, we have to, a big shout-out to Dundalk making uh, soccer history in Ireland in uh, getting to this round of the Champions League. And uh, they're in tough against Liga Warsaw, but uh, I hear that uh, the Aviva... It's looking like it might be a sellout for that game, which would be fantastic. Yeah, that's it. It really is an amazing story, and um, you know they still have a chance. I mean, that that's if they oh, got yeah. into Champions League. I mean, if they lose, they're in the Europa, which in itself is a uh, is great for them. But but this is already an injection of about seven million euro in cash to the club, um, brilliant. at yeah. least. So uh, yeah, it's a, it's just a it's a great story. So yeah, it's huge congratulations to to the big boost to to League of Ireland as well, and great great for the other clubs to see that you know that that can be achieved and you know when the when the when the money flows in i mean you, you know, just the other clubs may may try that just that little bit harder to to uh, to emulate their feet so it's fantastic it's great 
Uh, it's a brilliant story. You see, Martin O'Neill went into the dressing room afterwards and uh, congratulated them. He was at the game, so uh, it was very good. And he, he talked about uh, he talked about their talisman, their captain on the team. He said, and uh, he said, and one day you'll learn learn how to pass, and you'll be a great player too. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Very good. Brilliant. Hey, we're, we're talking a little bit about underdogs. Uh, I just want to do a shout out to the Tipperary footballers who toppled Galway convincingly last week and are in the All Ireland football semi final. Isn't that amazing? Absolutely yeah, great to see. And, uh, you know, Clare's great run came to an end. Um, I mean, Kerry look like they have the makings of uh, the makings of something very decent this year. So. Um, it's uh, it's it's going to be a great finale here in the uh, in the football and indeed in the hurling, a great game on tomorrow. Kilkenny taking on Waterford. Kenny, uh, now well, I already I already gave Mayo the kiss of death earlier, and I thought that I gave the old prediction to Jay that uh, I thought that Mayo could beat uh, Tyrone if they if they play the game that they can play. So yeah. anyway, who are you taking in this uh, Kilkenny Waterford game tomorrow? Oh, sure. You know me. I have to stick with the black cats. I know too many women in this town, you know, and I couldn't uh, be going get, against them. Yeah, you'd huh? get the run. You'd get the run if you picked anyone but Kilkenny, oh, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd be gone. Uh, yeah. me now if I, uh, if, I went to, if I went against them. Yeah, listen, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for Waterford in that one because I know there's a, there's a much greater chance that I'll get a free pint uh, if I say Waterford. If, uh, there's a much better chance I'll meet Eddie Brett down at the Galway than I'll meet Etna down there, so... Much oh, them are fighting words now. Yeah, no, just 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 as a high, there's a just a greater likelihood of getting the free beer. So I'm going for the Waterford <laughs> on that one. Uh, I love it. <laughs> hey, I want to give a shout out to to uh, Geraldine Brown. She's down in Dublin, Ohio, at the uh, at the Irish Fest, and she's uh, listening to the show. Wonderful. So uh, yeah, and uh, we're delighted to say she also won tickets to uh, Christina and Quinn. Who are playing at Hughes Room? Yes, uh, this coming Thursday. And if folks are listening, you still have a chance. We have a couple more tickets. If you want to win them, send us a uh, an email to Ken at SaturdayIrishRadio.com or send me a text four one six seven two five nine six seven zero, and we'll set you up with a pair of tickets to go and see this lovely brother and sister act from PC. They play Celtic folk music, traditional music. And uh, we played them uh, on the show, of course, and we've uh, we've had Christina on as well. So, lovely act, and uh, I'm sure you will not be disappointed. I heard that um, our concert from last week with Matt Malloy and Artie McGlynn and uh, John Carty was uh, was a sellout, and it was brilliant down there at Hughes Room. So, uh, glad that our listeners enjoyed that. And uh, another winner on those tickets is Carolyn McNulty and Alan down there. So... Uh, Brilliant! Give a shout out to them. So great. Get in, uh, get in your text four one six seven two five nine six seven zero, and we will set you up and get down to a concert. Get a night in the town, you know, Mark. That's, that's our pal. That's our pal. Um, listen, are you able to do the calendar of events, or do you want me to cover that off? Sure, sure. Uh, we can throw it out and lash at it anyway. You know, but what would have we said? At least I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm on hands free, right? As I'm driving up the old four oh seven here. So. Oh Lord. Okay. No, I can tell you that. Let us. Let us. Maureen Mulvey O'Leary, Montgomery's in August 22nd to the 26th. Jay, I think you might want to get your kids into that and teach them a bit of Irish, you know? I've been thinking about that. You can get in touch. You can get in touch with Maureen. 416-446-6993. And uh, Maureen will set you up at the camp there. It's the last one of the summer, August 22nd to the 26th. And I mentioned there about Christina and Quinn. 
they're going to be down launching their new CD, Little Hinges, and that's at Q's room on August the 11th. Tickets are twenty-two fifty in advance and $25 at the door. For reservations, give Q's room a call at 416-531-6604. And a big day out on August the 27th. It's the annual Mayo Barbecue Day. And uh, that, of course, is up at 62 Douglas Road in Richmond Hill. And that's at the big ranch up there, Tom and Kitty Freely. And they're inviting the entire community out to that. You don't just have to be from Mayo. So uh, if you go on there, you can also check them out on their Facebook page. Uh, And that's the Mayo Association Facebook page. You can check them out. Or you can give Valerie a call, 416-655-9352. And the Abbey Theatre is coming to town. Some of our listeners might know that already. But it is coming to town to perform The Plough and the Stars. So if you want to get out and go and see that, you can check them out. They're coming September 14th to the 18th. And it's at the Bluma Theatre. And tickets are available at www.canadianstage.com. So if you go on there, you can suss out the Abbey Theatre. And we might be just lucky enough to have some of the folks from the Abbey Theatre on the show in the coming weeks. And then, of course, from the golf and scene, the fourth annual Eamon O'Loughlin Memorial Golf Gathering is going to happen up at Caledon Woods on September the 17th. And it's a two-person scramble. It's $150, which includes your golf, your cart, and your dinner. And, of course, there'll be prizes there as well. So you can arrive up there by noon, 1 p.m., shotgun start, and give Paddy Dunn a call. He's the man organizing all of that at 416-234-2822. And, of course, you can go to our website to get all our contact details, all the phone numbers, all the website email addresses at www.saturdayirishradio.com. Good man yourself. Fantastic. Well done. Is that the first one you've done driving? That's the first one I've done driving. I hope the police aren't listening in. Don't give oh, up my no. registration anyway. We do have a few uh, policemen. And ben Smith will be listening in now. He'd have fellas. He probably has a few. Look around you. I bet he has a few lads tailing you already. Two fellas. I might have just missed a few there. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, so uh, so that's good. Enjoy the uh, the rest of the uh, the hot weather here. It's been a fantastic summer, hasn't it? It has been, yeah. I, I listen. I, 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 don't think I should let you hang up without telling you that I miss you, Kenny. I haven't seen you for ages. I, I certainly miss you as well. You've been sending me some pictures, and uh, you know they've all been great. Yeah. But uh, it was nothing like seeing you in person. So maybe next Saturday we'll sit down and we'll do the show together in studio. Well, I'll see you Friday for sure. I think, won't I? Oh, Friday we have the big. Sligo versus the Midlands Golf Tournament, yeah, don't we? Yeah, I have Dooley on a special diet for the week now, just to get him in uh, in good shape. But um, yeah, yeah, we're going to head up. Out on the bike, yeah. Heading up to Muskoka on um, on Friday for an old tilt. Myself and uh, Charlie are going to take on yourself and young Rooney there from Sligo. Yeah, so. two Sligo lads. We'll need lots of strokes, so make sure you sharpen your pencil. Yeah, we got lots of strokes. I hope. Yeah. All, All right, right, pal. Well, listen, enjoy it, and uh, sure, I'll chat to you soon. Take care, Jay. Sounds good, buddy. All right, good man. All of it. There's Kenny calling in there on the road. He's a fierce man altogether, isn't he? He's an awful chancer in that car, I have to say. 
Yeah, I tell you. He must have had the Google glasses on. That's huh? what he was reading. Ah, that's what that's the old Google yeah, glasses. Good man yourself, yeah. And he probably had a pile of kids in the back of the car with them gagged, right? <laughs> exactly. But don't you say a word. Don't say a word. Knocked them into the middle of next week. He told them before you came on air. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He gave them their instructions. Absolutely. All right. Good stuff. All right. So we, uh, we're going to go here now with um, now the Johnny McAvoy tune, uh, Mershine Durkin. This one. In the days I went to court and I was never tired resorting to the alehouse or the playhouse or many's a house beside. I told me brother Seamus I'd go off and go right famous and before I'd come back again I'd roam the world wide. Everybody's leaving. So goodbye machine dark and sure I'm sick and tired of working. The more I take the praties, no longer I'll be fooled. Instead of digging praises, I'll be digging lumps of gold. I've courted girls in Blarney, in Cantork and in Killarney, in Passage and in Queenstown, that is the Cove of Cork. Goodbye to all this pleasure, but I'm going to take me leisure, and the next that you will hear from me is a letter from New York. So goodbye, Mersing Tork and Shrine, sick and tired of working. The more I dig the praises, the longer I'll be full. Sure as my name is Carney, I'll be off to California Where instead of digging praises, I'll be digging lumps of gold Goodbye to all the boys at home, I'm sailing far across the foam To try and make me fortune in far America There's gold and money plenty for the poor and for the gentry And when I come back again, I never more will say Goodbye, Mershine Tarkin, sure I'm sick and tired of working The more I'll take the praises, the longer I'll be full Sure as my name is Carney, I'll be off to California Where instead of digging praises, I'll be digging the lumps of gold Thank you, good night, God bless, thank you very much Thank you, good night and God bless. And those words are about to come out of my mouth here as well because uh, that's uh, that's all she wrote there for another week. Thanks a lot, Jay. No and um, just a, a bit of an update. We've been given a lot of updates on the Canadians, or sorry, on the uh, Irish Olympians, but the Canadian rugby uh, is going on. That's right. And then I think it's the Sevens rugby and uh, Canada had a 45-0 win over Japan. Very impressive. Oh, very impressive. In the Sevens, yeah. All right. Well, listen, I, uh, I'd love to say I'd be able to make it all the way down to the Galway Arms to watch the second half of that game. I'll endeavour to do so, but um, we'll, uh, we'll sign off here for another week and uh, wish everyone uh, a good week. And uh, thank you for listening again to Keologa's Crack, whether you're in Toronto or you're hearing us uh, on Sunday morning in Calgary on FM radio as well. All right. Slánag with Galair. Through your right 
the finest horse I've ever seen Standing sixteen, one or two With eyes wild and green You ride the horse so well Hands light to the touch I could never go with you No matter how I wanted to Ride on See you I could never go with you No matter how I wanted to Ride on See you I could never go with you No matter how I wanted to When you're riding to the night Without a thrift behind Run your claw along my gut spark that lights the night through a teardrop in my eye Ride on See you I could never go with you no matter how I wanted to Ride on Programming for our Irish.